0: hello everyone welcome back it has been a while and by a while i think probably close to like five months since i have recorded an episode um a lot of things have been going on in my personal life and obviously um within our society within the world um so i'm gonna circle back um on a different episode talking about things that happened in my personal life and some other topics that I wanted to speak about because I've been thinking about doing another episode for a while. Um, But like I said, I got caught up with life. But for this episode, I'm just... I don't even know where to begin. I don't know where to start. And I, I definitely don't know the ending. But as we all know... And we started getting reports in February um, about COVID-19. And at first it began as something that was, you know, kind of something that was the rest of the world's problem and wasn't going to come over here or we weren't really going to have to worry about it. And then as reality sank in and we all saw what was going on, it eventually made its way to the United States. Um, So I'm from Michigan. Um, I actually live in Southfield, Michigan. So that's a suburb of Detroit. It's probably about, I'd say like 10, 15 minutes outside of Detroit, but I'm from Detroit. Um, And our lockdown started on March 13th. Um, So since March 13th, I have been in quarantine. Uh, My husband still works um, and I still work from home, but I've been in quarantine uh, myself, my husband and my daughter And it actually wasn't going that bad. Um, I'm more of an introvert. Honestly, I would rather do something at home. So at first I'm like, okay, this this actually won't be horrible. It's not gonna be the worst thing in the world. I'm I'm gonna be home all the time. I can do more around the house, spend more time with my family, have some mommy and me time with my daughter. This is gonna be cool. And then as we all know, the weeks and months go by and you gotta get stirred crazy. But it's something that we just have to do. It's something that's vital in order to bring us back to to where, maybe not where we were, but some sort of normalcy. And then we have the slew of slaughters that has been happening f- for centuries, but the slew of slaughters that have been happening since we've been in quarantine. We have um, Ahmad, who was simply jogging, uh, Brianna Taylor, who was literally in her house sleeping, Um, And the police stormed in and killed her. And then, of course, we've had George Floyd, who we watched on camera be brutally, and there's no mistaking this, brutally murdered in front of our eyes. And as these days progress and things become crazy, I've been talking to friends and talking to families about what's happening and what's next and in um I'm, I'm honestly at a loss like i said i'm i live in southfield i'm from detroit and we there were detroit protests yesterday in downtown detroit um i think there was i think some people were if you're from the area some people were on jefferson some people were on congress um but nonetheless there was a protest and someone was killed and it's baffling to me that from what I saw on the live, because I watched the live for a while yesterday and just had to turn it off because I was uncontrollably sobbing. Hands down, one of the saddest things that I've ever seen. I My grandmother um, was in, I want to say... I want to say maybe in her 20s or 30s when the, um, no, she was in her 20s, I believe, when the 68 riots happened. And she told, told us a story about how she had gone to visit some family, I think visit her mother, uh, my great grandmother in Chicago. And when they came back, her, her husband, I think her cousin, um, when they came back, they were driving into the mill, into tanks coming into Detroit to qualm the riots. Or I guess what they thought was qualming the riots. But she, she walked into that and she talked about watching it and seeing it right before her eyes. And now it's happening to this generation. Now it's happening right in front of us when it already fucking happened 50 years ago. And it's so baffling to me, number one, that people are honestly shocked in a way. Because this has been going on for so long. Now we just have, we're just accessible to phones and being able to record and Facebook live and Instagram live and all of that. So we're seeing it in real time. Some of us are seeing it in real time. Some of us are watching it back. But nonetheless, we're seeing it in real time. So that people are actually shocked, number one. And then number two we have people within the community while we're trying to band together to figure out what we can do to stop being basically fucking exterminated. We have people within the black community that are resistant to that. I woke up this morning and someone had made a post saying, uh, basically, so I can paraphrase it because I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but paraphrasing it, basically saying, oh, well, instead of recording, why don't you help me? Um... And be dead too? How does that make any sense? Number one, the the young lady that actually filmed George Floyd being murdered was, I believe, 16 or 17. She's a high schooler. And in her mind, she's probably thinking, oh my God, I'm witnessing this guy being brutalized and murdered. I can't do anything without being killed myself because I'm a child and I can't bulldoze my way through four grown men. So let me stop, let me record, let me try to scream for help, let me do anything I can because physically I'm helpless. Physically I cannot do anything for him. So the only thing she could do is record. This is baffling to me. Absolutely baffling that we even have this mindset. We are dying out here and we still have our own say, well, to put down the camera and do and help me. Then we're both dead. While we're fighting, while we're trying to create some sort of revolution and resolution, we have to be strategic too. It's not always going to be a situation where we can put down the camera and and just run in there. We can't there's only so much we can do because of the position we've been put in what what else is there honestly and it's 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 crazy to me the more videos i see the more even not so much the um not the protesting, but the other videos that people are submitting of someone not being um, killed. But may I saw a video the other day where um, there was a young man on the f- on the ground, I'm sorry, outside. And he literally had his hands spread out, his legs spread out. So he's completely defenseless. And there's cops surrounding him. And you can see that there are family members on either side of, I think they're in front of a house, on either side of the house, recording and screaming for the cops to stop and then as they're screaming this man's i believe they said his 91 year old grandmother came out the house to stand between him and the cops with all of their guns drawn now number 1 thankfully the cops put their guns down and i think they i'm going to assume maybe this was an arrest warrant and that's why they were coming to this house but they didn't give a full description but that's what it looked like but they put their cops their their guns down and then they came and arrested him but it's so Beyond messed up that at this point our older generation is willing to sacrifice themselves just so they don't keep killing us a ninety one year old grandmother that's where we're at it's crazy it's it's madness it it really is, and I'm just I'm. Sh- I haven't cried this much in a long time, and I've been crying for days. But my my sadness is is almost is almost transforming into anger. I'm angry that this happening. That this is happening. I'm angry that we try to peacefully kneel. And protest police brutality. I'm stumbling over my words because I'm just so all over the place. But um, I'm mad that this is happening. I'm mad that we tried to be peaceful. Colin Kaepernick tried to tell you guys I'm going to peacefully protest police brutality. And y'all still weren't happy. So now when we're angry. Now now that we're tired of just forming prayer circles. And, and church meetings. And trying to be peaceful. And that still didn't work. And now y'all are complaining that we're trying to march and do what we saw our ancestors do by trying to make a difference and trying to get our voice out there. And and it's still resulting in death. Why is that? I really want to encourage black influencers, uh, black celebrities, black leaders to... to to either band together or just come on your own and help us stand on the front lines. We don't have the resources. A lot of us don't. A lot of us are, in my generation, are, we're slightly older millennials that are approaching 30, I'm 29, and we're making under 60000 a year. We don't have the resources to to figure out what we need to do. We need help. You guys plan all these summits and black summits and power summits and drink mimosas and have bacon wrapped scallops. And that's all fine and dandy, but now is the time for action. Look at what some of our black brothers and sisters are writing on Twitter. Reach out to them and say, hey, why don't, why don't we all have a leadership meeting or have a leadership conference? And figure out a way to help within the community. Even if, if it's online. We have to figure something out. Because within the white community. They protect their own. They make damn sure they protect their own. Even when they're at fault. I mean I'm glad to see that. There are a plethora of. Our white allies that are truly stepping up and not just faking it and going to riots and trying to incite shit, but that are truly stepping up and saying, how can I help? What can I do? What message can I give to my other friends and family to tell them, like, hey, we need to step the fuck up and help because what's happening right here is foul. And I, I, I keep taking these long pauses because I, I, I don't know, man. It's crazy. I've been trying to. To, you know, figure out my my own path of how I can help, whether it's getting on this podcast or, you know, talking to people on Facebook, talking to people on Instagram, talking to family, talking to friends. And this was the best way I could use, you know, use my voice, use how I feel. We all have to step up. This this isn't the time to sit back and be like, well, it's happening in Minneapolis or it's happening in Atlanta. It's not happening where I am. No, it's it's happening everywhere. It's it, it's time to stop. We have to take things into our own hands. We have to see what's going on, because if we don't, it things are going to end badly. I was having a conversation with my. Um, I was having a conversation with my uh, husband's brother. And, I mean, my husband's cousin. I'm sorry. Um, and he just, he, I don't think that he sees any any positive ending in sight. I get where he's coming from, and he feels like we're at the point where there could be some sort of catastrophic race war. And I'm like, I, I really don't want it to get to that point because I I feel like our ancestors and our the civil rights leaders that came before us, they literally stared death in the face in order for us to have, like, a minute piece of freedom. And just for this shit to still be going on, I'm angry that it's come to this point. I'm mad that we can't. That I'm when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, What am I gonna see on the news today? What am I gonna see on the shade room today? What is CNN gonna have scrolling across the bottom of the screen again? So I'm gonna keep this short and I'm gonna do a try to do a podcast every day just to interact with everybody, just to get my voice out there as much as I can, and if you guys want to leave me any comments, any suggestions, um, if you want to join me on a podcast, let me know so we can talk, and this this is, I, I truly, the, the optimist is in me, sees the light at the end of the tunnel, we're going to come to a resolution, I know it. And I really want to keep that positive outlook, even though we have to be stern. We, we, have to, we have to demand change, but it's going to get better. So thank you guys for joining me. This has been another episode of the Chatty Patty Chronicles, and I will see you guys next time. Bye. God bless.